Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat with amazing humans about their journeys through life with mental health. So for this episode, I'm so happy to introduce Lena to the conversation. Welcome, Lena. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having me. Oh, you're more than welcome. Uh, as always, just a brief introduction for me, how we know each other, and then I'll get you to do a proper introduction, Lena. So we were introduced through a mutual uh, contact, through a mutual friend, um, who said that you need to talk to each other because we both share a common passion, which is running. Um, for anybody that is a runner listening to this, you're going to love this episode. I know you will find it really inspiring and interesting. Um, and of course, anybody that doesn't run, you might be inspired to go running, maybe. I don't know. Um, but it is a pleasure to meet you, uh, Lena. I'm going to pass it over to you. Do your introduction. Let people know who you are, what you do. Thanks, Matt. So my name is Lena. I'm Danish. I'm based in, in Copenhagen. I'm 43 years old. Um, I have a company that's called Go Running Tours, where we do guided running tours in now 70 cities around the world. And a guided running tour, a lot of people ask, what is a guided running tour? Uh, and a guided running tour is basically um, where you, when you travel, you're met by a local guide who then guides you on a run, shows you the city, run your pace, uh, and then you sort of go back to where you are you're staying. So that's what it's all about. Most of us was a private, uh, private guided uh, running to us. Amazing. And we're going to get into a bit more of the depth and details around those as well, because I know it's something that you're, you're truly passionate about, which is fantastic. Um, so we need to understand the why we understand, you know, we, we've, we've heard a little bit about your introduction there. But what we're going to do, we're going to talk about the journey that you've had sort of alongside this mental health journey, as I like to frame these conversations too. Um, so Lena, Tell us a story. Tell us a little bit about yourself, what you've been through or where you've been and, and what life's treated for you. So sort of, um, I, well, I consider myself very lucky, but I think most people uh, do that. I've, I've sort of uh, yeah, had a had a, a sort of a, a safe childhood in, in Copenhagen, but very quickly I sort of moved abroad already at 16. I moved away from home for a year to the US and then came back for three years. And after that, I actually stayed, uh, lived abroad for 10 years before I moved back again to Copenhagen when I was 30. So, um, and then um, sort of when I was working, or sort of uh, while I was both studying and working uh, abroad, then of course, there's, uh, from a mental health uh, sort of perspective, there was a challenge. There's always a challenge being alone, meeting new cultures, new languages, new challenges, and so on. Um, so that has, um, I always think that my, especially my early years, especially when I was 16, really made me robust in terms of uh, standing on my own two feet, uh, even when there was a lot of stormy weather and so on. I just sort of, I thought, I sort of very quickly learned that if I sort of just stood my grounds, I would, I would be fine. And time uh, is a great thing if, if, if things are a little bit tough. Yep. Um, and then as I sort of started uh, working, I, I was uh, I had a career in the corporate world. So I worked for Fuji 100 companies, uh, big companies here in uh, in Copenhagen as well. Then I started having a lot of uh, work pressure in terms of uh, performance, in terms of performance through people, in terms of also managing stakeholders, which is also difficult. Yeah. Uh, and then, of course, also traveling. So my last job, I had uh, 200 travel days a year. Yeah. Um, where um, and that was all over the world. So nice. one week I was in Santiago, then I was in Tokyo, then I was in New York City, and so on. So um, that's super exciting. You get I was in my yeah. in my thirties at the time. You're you're allowed to see the world uh, yeah. on a company credit card, which is pretty amazing. Uh, uh, but at the same time, it's also a little bit of a challenge. There's time zones. There's time away from home. Yeah. Uh, 
all the people you're around all the time is also people from the company, which means most of you, we all get personality tested. So it's all the same personalities and oh, wow. so on. So that's sort of um, some of the some of the challenges I think from a mental health perspective. Um, that was sort of my past, and then when I sort of stopped and built Go Running Trust, then it was the pressure was off. Well, there's a lot of pressure, but I don't feel it the same way. It's not frustrating. It's exciting. It's like um, I'm not a big gamer, but I think it's like playing a computer game sometimes. You know, you just get totally engrossed in it. Sometimes you earn money and you, you know, uh, that's your bonus and so on. You build a bigger empire and and so on. It's, it's just like it's it's a little bit of a game sometimes. It's super tough, but it's, yeah. uh, it's fun. Wow. There you go. So, so that's like a whistle stop tour of your, of your life and your journey. But I think I think it's incredible. You know, there's so many parallels and, and we both, you know, we, we, we both understand, especially with the, the number of days away. And I want to touch on that, if that's OK, just to talk about, you know, you mentioned being away from home for 200 days of the year. That's a lot of days of the year being away from one place that you would call home. How did you cope with sort of the, the changes of the environment, the challenges that would have come about? Because I know you mentioned about sort of some of the challenges being around language or the cultural um, elements and so on. How did you sort of manage that? Can you give us a bit more insight into that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, one thing was, of course, when I was when I was uh, when I was traveling so much, I was also running. That was my okay. go to. Uh, and that's yep. that, that's been my, uh, you know, now I'm, of course, uh, maybe sounding like a little bit, bit of a used car salesman when I talk about running <laughs> because I do have a running company. But yeah. it was actually also the reason why I started this company is because yeah. when you're traveling, that was my go to. That was, mm. you know, where I got a little bit of break. It I felt a lot of times I suffered quite badly from jet lag. It cleansed my body. Um, And also when you have no control over what you eat or you have very little because you don't cook yourself, you eat at hotels all the time and so on. Just the the mental sort of um, thought of just doing something good for your for your body. Sometimes that was that was really good. So that was something I definitely used a lot also to go out, get some some air and see a city. The other thing which I've also uh, used a lot is actually I've always been super driven professionally you know I've grabbed every opportunity that came my way I you know when they said you know can you take this job I didn't even blink I just said yes which to be honest almost uh, you know I just met my girlfriend at the time who's now my wife and she was like what you're going away for so long uh, and I just thought a little bit, well, you know, yeah. if you can't last 200 days, so this, then it's never going to last, right? And she just thought I was a little bit of a, she didn't know me too well, so <laughs> she thought I was a little bit odd. And I, I just thought a little bit of a, as a stress. I've always been super driven professionally. So for me as well, even though it was hard, even though I was tired and, and uh, you know, you're away from home and so on, I got a lot out of it professionally that I was yeah. allowed to do these things. I got loads of responsibilities and so on. So that was sort of, I sort of grabbed on to the, to the really good things. And, and, and that's, I think, all the way through my life, I've been very good at latching on to the good things. And just that's where my focus is instead of thinking of everything else. Wow. I, I, it's like really positive. I can feel the positive energy coming through you when you're talking about these experiences. And, you know, you touched on some quite important parts of travel there as sort of, you know, the the, the, the pressure and uh, and the challenges of you know, taking on roles and jobs and, and, you know, having relationships as well. Because, you know, when we travel, we often don't travel with our partners or with our loved ones, do we? Um, and the strains that that can bring and, and keeping ourselves grounded in some ways is, is a really important part of that, right? Does your did your did your partner run as well? Are you sort of runners together, or is it two different things? No. 
<laughs> pretty much listening. That was it. Things. Uh, she grew up. Go on. <laughs> she she grew up in a uh, in a family of runners. So when okay. she was younger, she was made to run. Right. Um, all the time so when she became old enough and she moved away she was like i'm never gonna run again uh, and then she's she's very she's very true to her words i must say that uh, she, she, she's not a runner at all oh wow and it's interesting because uh, you know as a wife you you have a company about running as well so yeah so she couldn't run away from that one right hey great job. <laughs> i feel proud of myself my daughters would hate me for being a dad joke there but um <laughs> Oh, amazing. So, so I want to talk then. So, so it's an amazing, I, th I think it's an incredible journey when you break it down because you've obviously gone through with, like I said, really positive attitude towards, you know, I'm traveling a lot, I'm doing a lot, I'm seeing a lot, but I can use these positive moments to sort of make sure I take care of myself. And that's one thing, you know, we talked about this before, but I struggled a lot with that when I was traveling because I didn't have that same positive mental space or, or outlook on what I was doing necessarily. So you're now building a business around helping people who are going out into countries to, you know, to, to get that exercise, that activity or whatever it might be. When at, and at what point did you think this is a great idea? I should do this. It, it, it actually the whole problem started with my with myself, I guess you can say. I don't know what I well, I wasn't the problem, but the situation was. Um, yep. So it was when I was traveling so much, then um, I was in Mumbai. And uh, I was training for a marathon at the same time. So I had 20K run on the Sunday. I always went a day early because of jet lag. I don't do jet lag very well. So I went, uh, I always travel a day early. And then I would spend my Sunday in my long run seeing these cities and exploring cities and so on. So I'm in my full running gear and I walk through the reception of the hotel and the concierge is almost running after me. She's like, no, 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 you can't go running in Mumbai. It's too dangerous. You can get lost. You know, you're single white female. Yeah, yeah. And and I was like, what? And she was like, you just can't. So I ended up actually running on the treadmill for 20 kilometers. And for anyone who was not used to running on treadmills, uh, they would be late when I say that is by far the worst run I've ever had in my life. Oh my God. Um, and I sort of, one thing was I didn't get to run, but the other thing was also I totally missed out on seeing Mumbai. That is one of the most fascinating, crazy, mind-blowing cities I have ever been to. Thankfully, I went back uh, a month later. But... Um, and I just missed it. I really felt I totally missed an opportunity there. And I was gutted when I went home on the plane. I was actually a little bit irritated as well, because that was one promise I made to myself when I was traveling, spending so much time away, was that I would take this opportunity to actually um, be able to see these cities. Um, and basically, um, then what happened was that I was on a, went home, I was a little bit upset about it and so on. And then I went back to... Um, next week I was in, in Vienna and I met yeah. with a friend and she was uh, she couldn't take the day, day off work so she was saying why don't we just go for a run in the morning I'll show you Vienna I'll show you where we'll meet in the evening I was like all right fine yeah. and in that one hour I saw I felt like I saw all of Vienna right I saw yeah. the main sites I heard about the common you know the politics that was when the right wing was sort of really strong and, and very yeah. much in the media um, I knew where to shop I knew where to get the best coffee so I was like, wow, if that had only been in all the cities I'd just been to. And that's basically how it started. I was like, right. that should have been in Mumbai. That should have been in Cape Town and so on. And so I, I quit my job and um, went back and started building. Uh, first, I started doing the running tours in Copenhagen and then I've sort of expanded. And we're now in, in 70 cities uh, worldwide. That's incredible. And when, when, so when did you start this? When does this sort of when did you really start with the first one? When was that? 
that was in 2011. So that's when I just uh, started with with Copenhagen. Two years yeah. later, I I built Go Running to us, um, yeah. and then we've sort of spent some time um, adjusting the sort of the, the 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 business model and how it is and so on. And then yeah. 2018 was where I sort of went all in on it and just said, okay, this is this is it. Um, and so, then a pandemic happened in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days yeah so something happened in the middle of that so that 2018 big let's go we're on it it's going to be amazing we got all these countries signed in and then all of a sudden nobody was traveling right correct how how did you cope with that what did what happened what how did you come through um that's a good question and i probably should have mentioned that when you said what's your mental health journey uh that would have been uh, that sort of a very i think important chapter actually uh, because we're in it as, as well now so for me, we had our best month ever in February 2020. And I was oh. thinking, this is the beginning of the hockey stick, right? Now is all the yeah. growth that I've been working on for so long. And then it just tanked the, the, oh. the month after. And as a travel business, you don't, your sales doesn't just stop. You also have to refund, right? So you yeah. have to empty your accounts, plus you don't earn any money. Yeah. And I must admit, uh, it was, that was so stressful. We were, the day... The world basically closed down. So the the, the weekend when Trump closed the borders, when uh, most of the countries closed their borders, we had a global team meeting in Paris. So we were all just sitting trying to get uh, you know planes out, and I was of course feeling responsible, uh, having everyone was there, and so on. And I spent a lot of time afterwards thinking, should I cancel? Should I not? And so on. And then when I came back, you know, I actually can't remember that much of March. I've, 2020. It's a little bit of a blur. Uh, I remember sitting five o'clock in Charles de Gaulle Airport in Paris and just refunding. I was sitting waiting for the plane and all I did was just push refund, refund, refund. Um, and then we came home and, you know, having two small kids that were suddenly home and the wife was home also trying to figure this out. And then yeah. having a team out in the country. So that was the first month. But then after that, you know, I'm I'm an internal optimist, right? So I was like to the team, hey, you know, we'll be back in May, we'll be back in June, it's gonna be fine, you know, everything <laughs> yeah. will be fine, and so on. Oh my god, and Jesus Christ, right? Got that just wrong. wasn't fine at all. So yeah, <laughs> totally. Um, and then uh, it was also sort of thinking, you know, one thing is 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 me sort of getting through this, but also making sure the mm. team is okay. So we sit yeah. in Denmark. You know, pretty safe environment, a great, uh, you know, healthcare and so on. But we also have colleagues who are in Argentina who couldn't go out. They were stuck in an apartment yeah. for months, right? We have people in, in Kenya who live in small villages and so yeah. on. Um, you know, we had, we really had, you know, the, the, that was actually very, I must say, from a mental health perspective, that yeah. was tough. Having to sit and figure out, okay, how do we help them? Uh, how can we make sure they get through it okay and so on so for example this bracelet uh, which is from Kenya I think I bought it uh, because I don't you know didn't want to just send money but I think I bought it for a hundred dollars or something oh, like right. this right yeah, uh, to support them yeah <laughs> exactly so we, we did like so that that was tough to see yeah. how people circumstances changed and so on um, and then, of course, for me, so that the longer it keeps on going and so on, that's also been been very difficult. You know, how are we going to financially get through this when we don't earn that much money? We had to lay people off, people that I really like. Uh, how are we going to, 
you know continue to go through it and and so on so that's 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 been it's been a, a tough one one and a half year but you know it's not just the travel business i think everyone no matter what they've done yeah. has sort of their, their lives have been turned upside down i don't think anyone has sort of just surfed through this no not at all but you know like you say a business that's built on people traveling is something that you know you've, you've created haven't you you've created a business where people go to specific locations and you give them that support or you you know you go out on those tours and things and so so where do you see it heading where do you see well when do you see it sort of coming back is it coming back for you at the moment are you seeing some of that at the minute we actually had a really good november okay so november was almost right. that was 60 percent of our 2019 um yep. uh, sort of number so i thought that was that was i was really happy with that um okay. But then now in December, uh, as things are closing down again, and so yeah. we are starting to refund, people aren't booking and so on. So we're sort of going back into yeah. sort of the mode we were in before. So I don't really have that much expectations for the no. months, um, which is also great because now we have the experience and we know when, when countries close down, you know, don't fight it, just find peace in it and spend yeah. your time on something else. No, that's a, and that's a, and that's the the only really approach you can do to it, isn't it? You, we can't control when countries are shutting down when people aren't allowed to travel. That's outside of our roles and our remit. But you know, it's having the plan in place that's important. And I think that's something we've learned. We've all learned, haven't we? That having a in one way that we think it works this way isn't always going to necessarily be true for for it. So let's assume, <laughs> let's make a big assumption that everything comes back and everything will come back at some point in some shape. We don't know what that looks like yet, but but let's assume it all comes back. What's the plan, Lena? What do you want to do with this? Because it's it's amazing <laughs> and I think it's great and I really want to use it as well at some point. But, but what, what's your thought? Where do you want to take this? Well, I basically want to take it where, you know, where people know that, that they've run. One thing is, you know, yeah. fine if they run with my company. But I actually, first of all, want to you know encourage people to go for a run when they uh, when they travel first yep. of all that is healthy it's sustainable um, and it's also a great way to explore a city i would of course encourage them to do it with us because then they also get you know it's safe uh, they get the cultural aspect they speak to a local and so on which is sometimes difficult when you're out out traveling and so on but the whole thing about people being more healthy when they travel or actually more healthy than before i think people are healthy when they're home uh, so it's more you know being able to extend their lifestyle when they're not home you know yep. you know you might be moving somewhere else but the important things that make you happy shouldn't change um so running is one of them so that's that's one thing i, I really hope that we sort of increase awareness about hey be active when you're in a new city it doesn't yeah. mean that you have to stop uh stop doing whatever you're doing um and then of course also the whole thing about connecting people through running there's anyone who's a runner gets this when i say runners are a special breed right you can two, put two people together two runners and they will have a good time you know yep. they will run they will enjoy each other as company and so on there's just a special connection so that's also what we're looking for is very much sort of this connection bringing people together because running is just how people connect right yes. but it's bringing these cultures together i mean if we look around the world you know we see division after division after division and so on uh, unfortunately and and I I am on this maybe naive belief, but I think we need to unify a little bit more. We need to make the effort to understand or at least listen to people. It doesn't matter whether they're different countries, different cities, or postcodes, or whatever it is. And I think yeah. that's where we come in, where we can actually do quite a lot of this sort of connection, where people get a, a more of an understanding of a different culture that they know a different history and so on. I. I 
I love that. I just, you know, I think it's so important. You've touched on some really critical points to that, you know, thinking back to when I traveled a lot, the isolation, loneliness sort of factors, you know, I used to try and engage in a conversation with the person in the coffee shop, or, you know, put, serving me because I just needed to talk to somebody and, and I didn't have those conversations going on and, you know, and, and having, and I can say from a runner's community, you know, I run with the community, I run with other people. I love running with people and people find it quite funny that I talk with, you know, not in the running community, but when I talk to friends, you, you, you talk when you're running as well I, I don't think I could do that and and I think as a runner you know your limits when it comes to talking and running and some people are quite <laughs> quiet when they run and some people like to chat and but it's about having the ability to do that and I think that that's sometimes and that's what I love about them I can ask you if, I, if it's okay just a couple of questions about sort of the logistical elements of what you do when you have a running tour so so some people will say well I'm not a fast runner I don't run, you know, I, I, how would that work? How would I be able to participate? Could I participate still, even if I'm not quick? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, most of the runs that we do are private runs, which means people say, okay, I'm in town. Yeah. Uh, you know, if they come to Copenhagen, they say I'm in Copenhagen, I would like to go running tomorrow morning yeah. uh, at seven o'clock from the Marriott Hotel. And I'd like to do, let's say the must see tour, which means to see the mermaid, to see the Royal Palace and so on. Right, yeah. And then they just book they have their own guys uh, that picks them up next morning seven o'clock someone is standing there greeting yeah. them and just taking them for a run we do during the booking process people can choose different levels of fitness just so okay. we have an idea yeah. um so we have like three categories i think the first one is slow and graceful the next one is i've done a fair few miles and the last one is freaking fast and that also <laughs> means that when we get a freaking fast we need to make sure we have the right guide and we yeah, yeah. To say, okay how freaking fast is uh, is, is i is love that there? yeah yeah amazing so that that well that that works for me then so i'd probably go in the middle i don't think i'd go for the freaking fast one it would be yeah that makes that scary <laughs> we have it's very rare people choose that <laughs> yeah well i you know i've got fast trainers but my legs unfortunately aren't fast so that's the that's the challenge isn't it I, that's, so that's great so and so you talk about sort of private runs or do you do group ones as well and that's sort of something that is offered as well within that yeah, we do in some destinations, we have group runs where people can say, okay, but then we meet, for example, at the yeah. city hall and they know it's eight kilometers and we run six minutes per kilometer. So okay. we're very sort of vocal. It's not so much because it's still experience, we still stop and so sure. on, but it's just to set expectations yeah. a little bit. And then of course we do group runs when it's for, you know, corporate events and yep. so on. When we get booked for conferences in the morning, um, then we organize it yeah. also according to you know bigger groups how fast are they how long do they want to go or yeah. the distance they want to run amazing it's a, it, I, such a simple context you know context or you know thought around what you can do with it and it's just about running isn't it it's just about meeting mm. up and having having those communities with people so are you going to expand into more countries more markets is that in the plan is that on your sort of wish list how how do you how do you get new markets <laughs> yeah i mean we're building an empire, Matt. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, I, I want some of this. I want some. Yeah. Um, definitely. I mean, this is this is only start, started. Mm. Uh, for me, there's uh, there's a long way to go. I mean, we still need some of the majors. We have the major cities. We have Paris, Barcelona, Rome, New York City, and so on. But we still want you know a few major cities. But then as, after that, we want to expand even more, right? Then yeah. we want to make it sort of to the tier two uh you know cities and and then further down so Amazing. um and and also you talk about this community 
I was actually just, I was speaking actually to a guest from the UK yesterday. He had some issues with our emails and I wrote to him and said, hey, you know, it's all under control. Ema in Dublin will meet you because I've seen the correspondence between her and JP and so on. So it's all under control. There must be a glitch somewhere. Yeah. And then I wrote the email and I was like, hmm, I thought, I'm, I'm just going to give him a call. And I love doing this. Everyone tells me, you know, Lena, you should be looking at scaling your business, doing all this strategy and so yeah, on. Yeah. But I just, you know, sometimes, I just, yeah, I just want to, I just want to speak to people, right? Um, so I actually call him up and say, hey, Andrew, I just emailed you, but I just, you know, you can be sure this happened. We've done this already. I've asked Ema to now call you to make sure that everything is okay and so on. And he's like, okay, great. And then he goes, Lena, I just want to say, first of all, thank you for taking the time to call me. And he says, but we've run with you in Rome and Amsterdam. And it is by far the highlights of every holiday that we have now that we do your tours. And that's the community that I want, right? That's the... That's the yeah. thought that that people, you know, go and they travel uh, and they they explore these different places and we have you know a, a group online just for our guests where they can go in they can interact and they sort of share pictures and say okay this time I ran in Rome or does anyone uh, which tour would you choose in in Dublin and so on so that's the type of community I want to sort of um, build as well. Yeah, and you've got to deliver a great experience, right? Which is obviously what you're doing because from that that conversation you've just had there it's you know you're obviously impacting and touching and in, in terms of sort of the way people feel and that's connecting with the feeling isn't it yeah, I, feel, yeah. I feel confident that I know I'm going to get a good experience and if they're coming back and saying that was a highlight of whatever it was that they were doing brilliant even better um, yeah, exactly. I think it's amazing um so we, we are coming towards the end of this uh, conversation no. bizarre, isn't it can you believe this it's sort of like time just disappears doesn't it it's like running and for anybody that understands running you know when you get a set off it's like oh I've got to run sometimes it's a bit hard but once you get into it and you go oh my god I've just run for like 30 minutes or or whatever it's like doing a 5k this is um so we're coming into sort of four and a half k in we've got about uh, half a k to go um so the plans for the future of course we understand you want to you know establish this as a as a you know as an opportunity for lots of people to get involved and engage with but I'm going to ask you in a second just for your final thoughts any comments you want to share any thoughts you've got around maybe running or or anything that you're doing in your world um for me, I just always say is a huge thank you because what you're doing is something that is really important. As a member of the business travel wellbeing community, as I am for, for those that know outside of the world of mental, well, it's all part of mental health, you know, I think this is really important stuff when we talk about wellbeing. You know, well-being isn't just about going for the run. There's many elements and parts to it. It's about recognizing the impact of the things we do. So running is a really positive impact. It should have a fitness, you know, physical and mental benefit, which it does. Um, so, yeah, so huge thank you to you. And I just want to just wish you and your team and wherever they are all around the world, the best of luck for uh, everything that you're doing to, to keep on helping support people on their journeys, because that's what this is all about. Um, so throwing it over to you, Lena thoughts any comments or final words no I, well thank you Matt for for having me I think right. uh, you actually what you said there about the the whole travel business travel community and so on that is one thing that we really um we're really focusing on now is how do we now the the service that we do uh, how do we uh, encourage companies to actually offer this to their employees yeah. because that's how my journey started that's one of you, that's your journey as well Matt right yeah. in terms of travel and how hard it is on mental health how hard it is and so on so that's also one of the things that we're sort of looking at moving forward is sort of how can we incorporate it as a sort of as a corporate service so we have this corporate subscription and I really hope now that we're sort of building all these cities we're building that I can you know 
bring this also to the corporate world as a subscription to also just bring it a little bit back home to where it started for me and bring the joy of running or the encouragement of running to other people that travel around the world all the time as part of a job because one thing is traveling for holidays but yeah. it's even more tough to uh, to travel uh, for business so that's also uh, that's also part of it and i think where mental health especially where our service especially impacts mental health that's for, that's for certain so yeah but thanks for having that it was uh, it was great uh, and uh, uh, it was uh, it was a pleasure to uh, oh. to share this and also feel your positive energy Oh wow! I I was going to reciprocate that because you your energy is amazing, and you know I'm not going to say it is all about running, but it, you know what, running does release some wonderful sort of positive energy as well, and it really does help us to to de-stress from some of those challenges that we're going through, and we're all going through many challenges. You know, uh, Lena, you mentioned your sort of experience through the COVID crisis, the pandemic, you know, and we have been impacted by that. But sometimes the simple things is is are the things that we can do quite easily. Mm -hmm we forget about that so please to anybody that's listening watching whatever it is you know always consider getting outside getting active and and you know running starts by walking right so everybody's got a pair of shoes i'm sure that they can wear outside so get outside go for a walk and then you never know at some point you might stumble forward and start running you know that's always a thought <laughs> um <laughs> But, you know, don't be fixated on a thought. And I always say this with people, actually, is that the reality is when people hear the word running, they often think of sprinting. And there's a big difference, isn't there, between going for a tour around the city gently within your, you know, your abilities than sprinting around the city and seeing everything in microwave form, you know, eight seconds versus eight minutes. So it's really important. Everybody has an ability where you can all move forwards. And that's the idea, isn't it? The journey of life continues. There's so many wonderful sort of connection points to everything I talk about. Um, and that's what we're here for. So keep moving, keep going. And I wish you and your team, again, all the best for the future, Lena. I just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been lovely to talk to you. Thank you. And likewise. You're more than welcome. See you soon. Bye.